Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks for October 2nd, 2015. I am Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. How you doing, Jason? Oh, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> except for that. Yes. <laughs> So we usually have a Patreon read at the beginning of the show, but I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, uh, they're our hack of the week. They're, they're our hack of the week. And, uh, it is at the beginning. I thought, Oh, this is great. Patreon has done, you know, a responsible, uh, release. It's like, Oh, we got hacked. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> not so much. I, I have actually not followed up on this. Um, Oh, tip, dear. Tip, tip of the hat to two friends of the show, uh, Dr. David Teeter and Fergal, who both uh, sent us notifications as soon as they received them that uh, there was a Patreon hack. Oh, so, uh, see, yeah, I, I already had the, the Well, interestingly enough, I have not gotten an email from Patreon saying that I've been hacked. Oh, that's odd. I know. I think I seem to be the only one, which is, at first I was like, huh, do they know specifically the people that were hacked and they're only emailing them? I, I think they just screwed up and I just well, didn't get one. Yeah, here's the problem. Everybody was hacked. Yeah. On Ars Technica, it's already come out. Gigabytes of user data from hack of Patreon donation site dumped online. Everything's out there. They've got the whole database. Uh, yeah, but they did. They did say that the credit cards were stored separately, so they don't have credit cards. They don't have credit cards. They don't have passwords. They did use Bcrypt on the password, so that's fine. The only data that's really going to get out there from this is <clears throat> if you've donated to somebody. They know yep. who you donated to. That's it. And that that information is generally public for for almost everything I've donated for. Yeah. Like if you go so, to my profile, it's all there. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like we're we're kind of okay with it, but oh, God, we're not. No. <laughs> no. Still, this is still very, very bad. But uh, honestly, I mean, we haven't seen a better system out there for for people like us. Um, it does seem to be working rather well. This is unfortunate. Um, and we do have to kind of say uh, they did a good job of notifying people immediately. And Except there was, for you except for me, and there was a lot of information in it. So they've handled it the way that we have chastised other companies that have been hacked for uh, not handling things. So at least they're, do- they're doing all right with it. Yeah. Yeah. So far. So far. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> this will be a, yeah. If you hear the Patreon thing come up, back, uh, back up at the beginning of the show, that means they've, they've sorted out their stuff to our satisfaction. But until then, we'd still like you to give us some money over there, but uh, we're not going to pimp them quite so hard. Well, <laughs> I, I, I see no reason not to, but you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's our only avenue unless you want to go to our website and click on the PayPal button, which oh, we also accept. Yes. Yes. We take, we still take your money in any format, really. <laughs> we just don't do Bitcoin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so far we don't have a database to be hacked. Not anymore. No, no. So, no. um, now speaking of, of money and giving it to people, I'm not giving it to Apple anymore because Apple music's gone. Bye-bye. Yeah, I uh, I canceled my my recurring subscription before it renewed. Um, they have not solved any of my issues. It's a shame um, because I I I would like to use their service and I wouldn't mind paying them the money to do so. Uh, but it is it is uh they they they're never going to solve the problem that I have, which is too big of a library. So I can never ever really use it, and uh, they don't seem to give a shit. So yeah, and when I went in, I did uh, I I made the other move of turning off my iTunes Match. Uh, subscription. Oh uh, yeah. Smart. Cause I kept, I kept forgetting when it renewed 
And then by the time it sent me the notice, I'm like, no, oh, I don't want well, this anymore. There's, there's, there's no point in keeping it anymore because we're everything is moving to streaming anyway. So at some point, you know, you and I will both pick our, our streaming provider. And that will be that. And that'll be that. I have multiple. <laughs> I mean, I have so I mean, for my Sonos, I use Spotify mm-hmm. and I use Pandora. Yeah. And it's almost exclusively Pandora on the Sonos on my computer and on my iDevice. It's yeah. uh, Spotify. So yeah. Well, I mean, I was reading a lot of Sturm and Drang online about Apple Music and, and people, you know, chastising Apple and, and being shocked and dismayed that they would release such a buggy piece of crap that is totally not even in beta. Have they uh, ever bought anything from Apple ever? Because uh, that's was, how they do everything. I was also about to say this is really just an extension of iTunes, which has sucked since day one. So, uh, well, I mean, just see? Apple in general always releases beta stuff. I mean, look, look at the iPhone, the first iPhone. That wasn't the best thing. They didn't even have an API store, nothing. And they just kind of fixed it over time. But this is just taking too long. Yeah, this is just going to take too long. And, and especially when you're draining my wallet at a you know, clip of about 10 bucks a month. I'm not, I'm not going to pay you to fix your shit. Yeah, Spotify works. I, I'll pay them. I'm fine. Yeah, I've switched back to Spotify for the time being. I will be keeping an eye on it. I would like to switch to Apple Music, but uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a long time coming. Yeah. And uh, let's do a little follow-up on that uh, ad blocker from Marco Arment. Peace. Mm-hmm. Yes, now uh, you are one of the few people that actually bought it. Actually, no, there was a ton of people that bought it. It was the it was the number one top paid app on the iTunes store for a while. For a couple so, hours. A couple <laughs> days. <laughs> uh, so yes. I had got an email from iTunes saying that uh, Full City has advised us that they have permanently removed the app piece. Block ads and trackers powered by Ghostery from the app store and will no longer provide support for this app. Mm-hmm. As a result, we have issued a full refund for this app in the amount of $2.99. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. I've never gotten one of these from iTunes before. Marco shit the bed with them, and I think really embarrassed the hell out of them. Really? By pulling it? Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, yeah. It was, uh, it's amazing that, uh, you know, having gone through the whole process with iTunes and the store and everything anyways, uh, that anybody can get anything done that quickly. So I guess Marco has some power over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, that, what a mess that whole thing was, and we'll see where he goes next. <laughs> well, I mean, so he's he's got enough money that he doesn't have to do anything from the Tumblr exit, so. Of course, must be nice. And the uh, Instapaper exit and uh, <laughs> the exits of the exits of the exits of yeah. the exits. Yeah, he didn't yes. make anything off the magazine, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, so anyway, a little bit about work-life balance update. This is my last, hopefully, knock on wood. I don't know if you could hear that. That was me knocking on wood. Okay. <laughs> my last grumpy old geeks from my house. All right. I, I went in on an office, an actual right. office with a two-year lease like an adult. Look at you. I, I still intend to do that at some point, but everything is such in such flux right now for me that uh, I just haven't uh, hit the bullet yet. Yeah, my roommate needed an office, and I needed an office, and, you know, just too much being in the house. So we split an office, All and right. I'm, I'm moving in this afternoon. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I need to uh, go get another job, like a second, <laughs> third job. or Actually, I need a, th- yeah, it'll be a third job. I already have two jobs. Yeah, you need a job to pay for your office. I do. <laughs> that's, that's also one of the reasons I haven't done it yet. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a German and I'm disciplined, so I'm able to kind of separate my life fairly well. But uh, if I were any worse at it, I'd have to bite the bullet and get an office. Yeah, I'm Italian and passionate. So I, 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 uh, the one thing that really just chapped my, chapped my hide was the business internet costs are so yes. ridiculous. Yeah, you get screwed left, right, and center. Uh, they just basically jack the cost to give you the exact same service just because you're in an office. The only difference is 
when you're in on a home setting, you're shared with the neighborhood, right? Yeah, right. Business dedicated. Yeah. So I that th- so I have three hundred down, twenty up at home. Cost eighty bucks. Right. Usually get about a hundred down and twenty five up. So I don't know what how that worked out, <laughs> but at the office I got a three hundred down, twenty up, and uh, so the eighty dollar connection at home cost five hundred and fifty bucks at the office. That is absolutely ridiculous. Unbelievable. The only thing, only the only thing I get is a static IP, so it's easier to trace me. <laughs> Great. <Yay. laughs> Woo. There's a bonus. Thanks a lot, Time Warner. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, good times. Uh, luckily, again, I work from home, and uh, most of the time during the workday, theoretically, although this is Los Angeles and nobody works and everybody's home all the time, but theoretically, nobody else in my neighborhood should be here sucking down bandwidth. And I very, I've had very few problems, actually. So it's continued to work for me, and I'm just paying my regular cheap price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so iOS 9.02, we would be remiss if we did not discuss this. Bluetooth did not turn on. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, I I left (laughs) it on because, well, actually, I I turned it off to try and test it and then forgot to check later, and then I'm just like, oh, 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 wait, no, my watch isn't working. Shit, I got to turn that on. (laughs) So, Don't you worry, man. I'm I'm here to, I I will stick with this until the bitter end of iOS updates. (laughs) Okay, great. Yes, and I have the, the, was it Watch OS 2 on my watch now, and... uh, it's cuter, not too much of a discernible difference. I haven't played with it all that much, but I like the new watch faces. Okay. Because the, the second hand actually moves on the one I'm using now, and the old one, it didn't move, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you know, Apple version one. Indeed. Yes. And uh, just to follow up again, because we do like to talk about this, there is a study which came out, and I like the title, concludes the obvious. Uh, San Francisco tech workers have trouble affording houses, housing in the uh, nation's priciest rental market. And I was just looking down through the list and these guys are making some good money. I mean, we're looking average salaries are probably, you know, 120, uh, 120K a year. Uh, but then I look at the percentage of uh, the salary being paid for rent for just a one bedroom, uh, 50%. That's insane. It's, in, it's incredible. <laughs> that is fucking insane. And listen up, neighbors here in Silicon Beach, we're heading the same damn way. What's wrong with you people? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I, I was looking at this too, and I'm just like, wow. That it, it, here's the interesting thing. This is the one thing I wanted to point out on this on this grid. Mm-hmm. The actual salaries. Yeah. So I'm looking at the salaries, mm-hmm. and they haven't gone up very much in over ten years. No salaries. This is about the same that uh, people we knew were getting doing relatively similar jobs. Well, in two thousand four, I in two thousand four I worked at Technorati and I made one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. This time I could work at Slack and make one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year, and I was paying probably twenty three percent of my salary for housing back then. Yeah. Now it's forty two. How is that progress? It's not, and this is something that you and I have been screaming about on our show. Yes, a and, lot. And I had a house. This they're talking for a one bedroom. I had a house. That's yes. insane. Yes, uh, unless you're a CEO, because those uh, those pay rates have been skyrocketing over the recent years. Uh, pay is about the same for the tech industry jobs for the last ten years, and everything else is more expensive. All your costs are more expensive. Your pay is the same. All your costs belong to us. In the news. Brian, you don't actually use Gmail, right? You have your own mail server, like a like an old person. I do. I have my old mail server, like Hillary Clinton, except it's not in my house. Yeah, that's why you didn't get any of my mail last weekend. 
Um, I use Gmail basically anytime I have a new client and I have to set something up or I have to start like doing social networks for them and they're too <laughs> technically inept because no person I ever work for has an IT department anymore to set me up with an email address uh, at their domain so I can go create stuff. I will use Gmail to, you know, basically create a temporary email address so I can go around and take care of things for clients. Uh, that's the only time I ever use Gmail. Okay. That's all I use. I have six Gmail accounts. I use Mailplane 3 to access them all on my Macintosh. Yeah, and uh, Google has just come out with Google Inbox. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that they really kind of screwed up on basically everything design-wise that they've done in a very long time, like maybe forever. They've never had good design. (laughs) This thing is the worst thing that came out of Google, I think, since they started. It is almost unusable. Nothing is in order. I want my email to be in order. (laughs) How hard is that? It shouldn't be terribly hard. And If you really want it in order, Jason, why don't you just uh, ask the NSA? They'll send it to you that way. Yeah, seriously, this is this is such a mess. I'm looking at it right now, and it's like, hey, it's it's pretty. It's like they kind of, I don't, I don't know. They infantilized the inbox somehow. Well, <laughs> you have to remember there are now a, a subsidiary company of a- ABC Alphabet. <laughs> yes, which looks like Sesame Street. So, uh, why are we shocking? Uh, why are we shocking? Uh, I, don't I don't know why we're shocking. Yeah, I don't know why we're shocking either. I don't. <laughs> No, what I'm saying that this more is coffee, yeah. Jason, more seriously, this is just not cool. It's really hard to just. I'm looking. I mean, seriously, everybody, if you've got Gmail, go check out Inbox. Then immediately run, run yeah. to the hills. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it is what it is. Uh, my my biggest experience with trying to deal with Gmail is is I again another awesome client story. Um, creating you know doing mailings for a client and and the client that does not listen to the rules about doing mailings and then always complains that how come the mailing goes into my sponsor thing in Google and I, I how do we change that and I'm like that's that's you, you don't that's what it's for and that's the way it works and if you won't listen to me about ways to change your mailing it's going to always go there so yeah yeah they don't yeah. listen it's it's called spamming you dumb shit yeah we are sending spam so that's where it goes that's what we're doing. Nobody wants to read this crap that you're sending out. Anyways, moving on. Moving along. <laughs> so there was an app that was going to come um, called People. Oh, and this I, is the biggest news on the internet. It is the biggest news on the internet, and it's basically Yelp for people. So uh, you have to uh, sign in using your Facebook account, so there would be some accountability, and uh, then you just get to give people Uber-style ratings. What a great idea. Oh, what yeah. Could possibly go wrong. <laughs> oh, they should have just called it Troll Heaven. I know. So it's down right now. It was down most of the day yesterday. It came back up in the afternoon. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they're just getting DDoSed from hell and back. Yeah, this is good. To, uh, yeah, which is good. I think that's funny. This is how we wage war against stupid things on the internet these days. Um, there will be this app, whether it's under this name or something else at some point, because they're just has to be. I know. I mean, this, this is not a new idea. There's nothing revolutionary about it. The only, the only thing is somebody actually went and made it or is trying to make it. We talked about this for, this has been a dream for 20 years, but everybody came to the conclusion that, oh man, that actually is a really bad idea to make this and bring it into the world. It's a, it's a very bad idea, but of course uh, all bad ideas must be done by Silicon Valley. So we will get this in one form or another, and we will all promptly ignore it. 
Yeah, I haven't gone and watched the videos of the two girls who are, I'm sorry, women, who sorry. who built this application. So uh, they have a, kind of a, the, their story in 10 parts on YouTube. So Oh, joy. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not going to watch that because I got better things to do with my time. I'm not going to watch that either. But Jason, you just assured yourself a one-star rating from them for calling them girls. I know, I know. And interesting news about cool things that really happen. They found water on Mars. Wee hoo. Which is awesome. Uh, if you delve into it a little bit deeper, what they really know is they've suspected this is true for at least 10 years now. Now there's just finally enough evidence for them to say, yeah, there's water on Mars. Yeah. And they, I mean, it's seasonal, it's salty, blah, blah, blah. It's been around, but it's, yeah, there's some water there. <laughs> I think they were just trying to get ahead of the Martian. Yeah, yeah, was, uh, that's the big joke everybody's running with. It's the perfect uh, promotional campaign for The Martian. So, um, but still, cool as hell, and the kind of news that we should have been paying attention to, not people. <laughs> I was trying to come up with some kind of Martian people, Soylent Green crossover, but I got nothing. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing. Um, but Evan Williams has something. No, he doesn't. He, well, he's got $57 million. Got a lot more, more money. Yes, that's awesome. For medium medium yeah they raised 57 million dollars even though he's a billionaire i believe well you don't spend your own money you never dude. spend your own money only only stupid people like us do that on this podcast i know <laughs> i think evan, evan evan hides all his money in his beard now I, I just didn't even recognize him in these press photos i'm like he's got a beard he looks weird at least he didn't man bun <laughs> yeah. i don't think he can actually grow a man bun looking at the thinning no, no, no. Ev, Ev's got Ev's got the rest of the problem. The rest of us have it's it's going fast. Uh, speak for yourself. Oh, shut up! I've got a full, wonderful head of hair. I could man bun if I wanted to. Uh, and I think I've seen you in one. Oh, that, oh, well, yeah. Well, that was well, that wasn't quite man buns. That was the old uh, samurai bowling days. Oh well, no. I've got a picture from New Year's Eve from two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. The with you Just, with your hair up. Just goes to show you, I'm way ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so um, you always say that you can always make money off the internet, right, Jason? Pretty much. And I pretty much argue with that all the time and say, nah, not so much. You may be right. I, I did find a story that, uh, that shows that you can always make money off the internet. Uh, couples revealed how much money they actually make from having sex on webcams. Yeah. <laughs> quite a lot of money if they're good looking. Of course. I mean, we're talking six-figure salaries. Uh, unfortunately, if they're in San Francisco, that still only gets them a one-bedroom to do all their bonking in. Yeah, hopefully hopefully they can open the windows and get the stank out. Yeah, so apparently there's quite a lot of money in there for people having sex on webcams. So There, there always has been and there always will be. Yes, yes. Uh, and related and amusing news, um, if you're going to go watch any porn, don't go, to the, don't go to the webcams and help them this month. Go to Pornhub because they are donating money to breast cancer research for every video you watch this month. For every 30 videos you watch, they donate one cent. Better than nothing. <laughs> and hey, man, just talk about speaking money or making money on the internet. I just sent you $13 from our, our uh, VPN affiliate commission. That is true that that $13 will pay for, I'm not sure what, maybe uh, it's probably going to pay for a Jack and Coke at the airport tomorrow because that's about what they cost. Okay. I was thinking maybe for the, uh, the grumpyoldgeeks.com domain that is going to be renewing soon. Oh yeah, that's right. I got to pay for that too. Evan, send us some money. <laughs> but we're not on medium. medium. Maybe we and should make a grumpy old geeks medium page. Yeah. Now the interesting thing I wanted to, I want to kind of circle back to the medium thing because okay. they're, yeah, they're raising a ton of money. They're, they're valued at $400 million at this point. 
Right. They're not releasing traffic numbers. They're not releasing any you know, very many metrics at all. Right. And there's how I'm trying to figure out how they're coming up with a valuation with no metrics that they're releasing. Jason, I, I know it's, it just makes shit up. Pod, the reason this podcast started is because I asked you how the fuck are any of these companies worth this much money? <laughs> we still haven't figured it out. No, no. And, and it's like Andreessen Horowitz are the ones that put in this money. It's like, what the hell? I, 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 I don't know. I, it makes no sense to me. The business insider article that we're going to link to in the show notes actually has some pretty good theories about how it's just basically being used as a press release vehicle now. You know, yeah. you, you write you write a press release like it's a medium article and it, people like it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't get it. Yeah. What also doesn't make any sense is Amazon is banning the sale of Apple TV and Google Chromecast to boost oh. their prime video. It's a, it makes a lot of sense, unfortunately. I, I disagree with it, and I hate the, the fact that this is the way it's going to go, but everybody's gonna, everybody is trying to get you locked into their own infrastructure, and that's that, and uh, we're going to stop carrying competitor stuff, and it's just a horrible world that we're all moving to. Yeah, see, that's the thing that pisses me off about this. I'm like, Amazon, you're a store. You sell yeah. shit. Just no, shut up and sell shit. They are not a store anymore, man. They're yeah. a lifestyle. They are a lifestyle brand. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, this is a bad move on their part. I hope they change their minds. I don't want to see the internet going this way, but, hey, uh, <laughs> nobody listens to us. Hey, man, you know what? It'll just uh, it'll bring Best Buy back to life because when I want to go buy the new Apple TV, which I'm going to buy because my current Apple TV sucks, <laughs> I just go to Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, well, Best Buy. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a physical one around here anymore. I got one right down the street. It's right next to the Apple store, surprisingly. All right. Well, you go buy me my Apple TV, too, and mail it to me. I'll have to mail it to you because I'm not driving back to Santa Monica because now I have my big swanky office. All right. Security? Ha! Last time we talked, I was at DerbyCon in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, I saw many pictures. None of which had you wearing a derby. I'm very disappointed. I, I don't gonna, like derbies. I was going to Photoshop the hell out of that and put it <laughs> up on Patreon page, but then, you know, we got hacked. There was only one actual photo of me, and that was hanging out with Crystal Method. Yes, I saw that. That was pretty awesome. I got to say, that was that was like a bucket list moment for me. Yeah, they're nice guys. I, I met them at uh, NAM down in Anaheim once. Uh, they played a little private show thing there, and uh, yeah, really cool guys, and uh, they have a really cool audio setup. I, I don't know if they had all their gear with them. Probably not. They probably just DJ'd, right? They had two turntables and a sampler. And yeah. it was like, I'm like, how the hell are you getting that out of that? <laughs> they were so, and, and I love how they tag team too. One guy would play and the other guy would drink. Yeah. That was awesome. It, <laughs> I'm just it's like, basically the best job ever. I know. I, we need to figure out how we can do that. So like, so you can podcast and then I'll drink and then I'll podcast and then you drink. Yeah. I don't think it really works for podcasting. We would have to actually switch to DJing. Oh grumpy man, old, grumpy old spinners, <laughs> and then we'd have have to have talent. <laughs> oh, that too. But hey, that didn't stop us from podcasting. That's true. That's true. And I also hung out with Jordan Cooper from the Morning Dump, Tech Douchebags, and the Internet Outrage Machine, and probably something else I forgot. <laughs> but he was awesome in person. We we sat around, had a couple of beers, and literally talked about the new iPhone six plus S the whole time. You guys are crazy we are crazy, crazy nerds and we we're hanging out with jordan harbinger my, my my buddy too and he had just gotten the six or the six s and like i'm hanging out with two i was gonna say i'm talking to jordan and the other jordan but okay so i'm talking to cooper harbinger's sitting there on his phone didn't look up once but but was totally engaged in the conversation just like it, it, it we were just nerds yeah it was yeah. it was, was kind of weird 
you are definitely not making me sad that I didn't go. And the other thing is uh, Harbinger had the coin the whole time we were there and he used it everywhere we went and it didn't work in only one place. Okay. Gordon Biersht. <laughs> Which is exactly where we were hanging out with Jordan Cooper. Well, did he did he try to use it in ATM? Because friend of the show, Fergal, said that, that is a one of the big sticking issues is it doesn't work in most ATMs. No, I think he already knows that. But we went to Morton's. We went to really nice places. We went to really crappy places. It worked at Potbellies. We had a Potbellies across the street from the hotel. Now so, you just made me jealous. I love those <laughs> damn things. We I, I, had it, I had it Friday night and Saturday morning. <laughs> went twice. Nice. I, yeah. yeah, those are delicious. So the videos from DerbyCon are up. We're going to have a link in the show notes. And uh, uh, Jordan Harbinger's link is up there because he did the keynote, and that's why I was there. So I got a free, like, you know, trip to DerbyCon. Mm -hmm. And, man, I feel like an idiot when I'm there. These people are so damn smart. <laughs> I went to three panels, and one of them was on social engineering, so I was cool with that one. That was by Chris Hadnagy from the Social Engineer podcast. He's awesome. We we got really messed up with him later that night. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a talk on using sentiment analysis against your social media accounts to find out who in your organization is a twat and you should probably get more insurance on. It's like okay. very strange talks. And I saw another one that I can't even remember because it was so convoluted. But there's so, a lot of stuff coming out from, from these talks. Great. Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to you telling us all about it. Okay. Well, then there's a car hacking technique that came out from, <laughs> from DerbyCon. Uh, where they figured out that you can infect your car and then infect the dealership's machines and the diagnostic machines, which will then infect every other car, and it spreads like an STD. Well, you know, again, we, we've railed about the Internet of Things, and this is not surprising. No, no. Well, this is the, yeah, this is the big thing because you're... Yeah, you're driving in it and could die. Yeah, very, very much so. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the Internet of Things... There's a cool new, I don't even know if it's new, but there's a search engine called Shodan, which is a search engine for the Internet of Things. Yes, yes. It's interesting. very interesting. And through that, these guys have figured out that, oh, there are, let's see here, what's the total number? Oh, 68,000 medical devices that are online that are exposed that you can pretty much <sighs> hack into. Yeah, yeah. This is just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's, that's what's happening. Internet. Yeah. Of, yeah. The internet of things. We, I mean, we've been talking about this since episode two or three and it is going to get much, much worse. And yeah, after you go is. through and look at these DerbyCon videos, you're really going to know how much worse it's going to get. Look, I, I just, just with the old internet, we have, we have all these sites uh, built by people who supposedly know what they're doing that get hacked anyways. And now we're just plugging, everybody is just putting up their stuff with no expertise whatsoever, no idea of how to do security. This is just, oh, we are in for just such a mess over the next few years. I know, I know. <laughs> I was even thinking about getting like a, you know, a webcam for the office for when I'm not there because... And I can I can get a cool nest cam, and then I'm thinking to myself, "Are you are you an idiot? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Have you ever listened to your own show? <laughs> do not do that. Do not do that. That would no. not be a good idea. Yeah. Um, and also, people that have really crappy experience with security is Experian. Mm -hmm. They've been getting hacked left and right, and now 15 million U.S. customers who signed up for uh, T-Mobile service from 2013 to two, so September this year. Right. Uh, their data's out there too. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put all my personal data up on my blog. 
It's it's almost like it just I'm makes it easy. I'm going to everyone to it. Here you go. Have at it. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It's just, and this is what, oh, God. Anybody that is asking for your social security number for any form of identification that does not need it, any company whatsoever, refuse to do it, people. Just start refusing to do it because it will get out there. And that's that's the one that really will screw you. Okay, so you know that Edward Snowden is now on Twitter, right? Oh, yes, I've heard. Yeah, he's pretty funny, actually. I like it. Yeah. So he linked to an article called Social Media Self-Defense by this uh, woman named Ellie Armageddon. Yeah, nice. it's it's a pretty good article, I got to say. Okay. I just wanted to throw it in there because it's it's funny that Edward Snowden is now on Twitter and linking out to other people on hacking. Yes, it's good stuff. Comment of the week. Review. No problem. Recording. Damien Mayers is our latest uh, Patreon subscriber and latest uh, hacked victim. Uh, thanks much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Damien. And yeah. sorry about that. Sorry about that. And sorry to all our Patreon subscribers that they have been hacked. But uh, again, it's nothing terribly crazy that got out there. So you're you're relatively safe and would still appreciate your, your cash and support. And uh, uh, yeah, what else are you going to say about that right now? I feel like a shill. <laughs> I know it, it, it does kind of make you feel shitty. It, it makes you feel pretty shitty when you're, when you're pitching something that gets hacked. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> please give us some money on the thing that just got hacked, but PayPal still works. PayPal still works. And but you don't have- get all the fun stuff that we post on Patreon. Exactly. Well, right. actually you can, cause they can now just download it in a big dump. <laughs> That's true. You can just go, go to, go to the dark net and just grab everything we've posted. Just get all our super interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so our first iTunes review this week comes from red rules. They say, keep it grumpy. Makes a nice chemistry between the two hosts who enunciate well Add a set list of content to weigh in on, and probably most important, take time to mix the show in post. So the hosts have their sound inputs even and pleasant to listen to. These grumps do just that. They consistently put a solid effort in their production, and it shows. Well, thank you, Red Rules, because that took two years to get right. Yeah, it took us a long time to dial it in. And uh, just, you know, an audio engineering note. uh, The best way to make something sound good is to make sure that it sounds good prior to post. So we do spend quite a lot of time making sure our audio is uh, and our inputs are about even and everything sounds as good as absolutely possible before post. Yes, and we also spend quite a bit of time and money. So go to patreon.com slash GOG. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another uh, five-star rating on iTunes, and this is uh, from Andrew Batts. Great curation, fun commentary. J&B, we sound like we should be a beverage. Maybe we need to make I think a that's beverage. A scotch, isn't there yeah. a J&B scotch? I believe so, but uh, you know, this might be our new way to make some money. Let's let's make a booze. Okay. Grump Gria. <laughs> Little joke there for roller listeners. Mm-hmm. All right, anyways, J&B, I've been listening off and on mostly on for two years now. The curation of content is amazing. It helps me decide what I should remember from whatever happened in the week or tell me about things I missed and care about. The commentary is sharp and insightful, especially when the geeks have firsthand experience with it, dealing with web contract work, WordPress, music industry nonsense. Tangentially, curated links is the best feature of the show. I think this guy really likes the links. I think he likes the links. Please include them in the inline show notes of the feed. I actually hate when podcasts do that. We're not doing that. Sorry, we're not going to do that. I can't stand it. I just want something brief. I want to... We did that for a year and it's, it's a pain in the ass and it breaks a lot of things and it screws up the feed. So sorry. Yeah. Not there's a link to the show notes that you can get to from any like pod feed listener, even the podcast app. Now we'll do that. 
Yeah, so there you go. Back to the comment. The reason I sometimes leave, but always come back eventually, is when the commentary is wrong or misses large developments. Opinions can't be wrong, friend. Well, actually, we've, 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 we've stepped on our dick quite a few oh, of times. Course we have, but, you know, <laughs> you try to do a weekly show while still working full time. Exactly. See how well you do. Uh, but given the nature of the show, a radio morning show crossed with tech meme news aggregation, it's fine. See, there you go. There we go. Uh, talk later didn't read. Enjoyable, entertaining, and a great practice for on the fly censoring around the youth or elderly. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well, well played. According to the uh, previous comments from last week, not so much, but okay. Uh, links in line, more personal experiences, and a little less reaching for facts without research. Come on. That's fun. Yeah. That's why I'm doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, uh, yeah. So sorry, we're not going to put the links in, in, in line because it's just, it's too much. And it it can screw up the feed. Exactly We've had problems. difficult to get to. <clears throat> That's why there's a link that says show notes at. Yeah. Think. Go for it. But thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very, very much. And uh, good luck censoring uh, around the youth and elderly. <laughs> and really, thank you for the comment. And thank you for the five stars. Yes, thank you. Uh, we got a comment from Twitter from Elliot Earls. Uh, the first two minutes of this podcast is comedy gold. Uh, he spent some time crapping on you about your gun things, and he's linking back to a previous episode where we talk about guns, and I make fun of you mercilessly for about two minutes. Oh, that's the one, because I couldn't figure out what the hell he was linking to. I'm like, oh, whatever. I went back and listened to it, and uh, I was quite funny. <laughs> I'm glad you think you were quite funny. And we will not talk about the gun thing this week, even though we should. No, we're, we're not at all. To. Okay, moving on. Um, so we got a link from Nat Spark. Yes. It says, uh, would, what was it? Uh, yes, uh, would love to hear your opinions on this. And he links to a life hacker story about brand loyalty is for suckers. Yep, agree 100%. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, brand loyalty is for suckers. It's it's uh, there's no reason to stick to a brand ever. They don't give a shit about you. Um, the only problem with switching back and forth is that people have figured out the stuff with brands, so they try to lock you into things as much as possible. Hence yeah. the story about Amazon earlier. Um, everybody was going to try to lock you into an infrastructure. Uh, if you can avoid it and you're fine with that, it's. I highly suggest you do so. Brand loyalty for anything is ridiculous. As my dad rails about every single Sunday when I go visit him, how come new customers get discounts? And if I'm an old customer, I get nothing. <laughs> well, that's because you shouldn't have brand loyalty. Right, because the people that were there when you became a customer have now moved on and don't give a shit about you anymore. And there's new people who only want other new people. Yeah. So that's why I don't buy anything from... Um, Apple for movies, I'd rather buy a DVD. I only buy unlocked open audio files, you know, stuff like that. It's like you, once they get you into ecosystem lock-in, you're screwed. So yeah, so yep. just do everything you can to avoid lock-in and go from there. Yeah, and just avoid brand loyalty in any aspect of your life. I mean, if you like New Balance sneakers, that's great. But if somebody comes out with something better, there's no reason to stick with New Balance. Go get damn Nike unless you care about the kids. Yeah, seriously. Now, via Patreon, Egghead <laughs> Games writes... Well, case, anybody can read this. It's out there. It's out there, yes. In case there are fans of Einstein's puzzle, here's a bit of shameless promotion. Eggheadgames.com. Eggheadgames.com. Yes. <laughs> okay. I thought that was part of the sentence. We make logic puzzle apps that have similar puzzles. No ads, no spyware. Start with the quick logic puzzles if you're new to this genre for iOS and Android, including Kindle Fire. Go Amazon, yay. And yes, after some free samples, we do charge. Very old-fashioned of us. I am actually going to check these out, and thank you very much, Egghead Games. And, you know, because you donated to us on Patreon, we have no problem promoting you. 
absolutely not. And I did check out the games and they are very much like Einstein's puzzle. You cool. get, yeah, it's, you know, you have the grids and the logic puzzle and you just walk through them and I am going to purchase one of their puzzles. They have a cool puzzle pack for classrooms. That's like three bucks. So I'm going to go pick that up this afternoon. Oh, nice. I'm going yeah. to definitely be checking that out. So thank you very much. Uh, Egghead games. Oh, and, you should uh, definitely check it out because you're going to be on a plane for a couple hours. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm going to be grabbing some before I, before I hit the flights. We appreciate all of your comments and uh, all of your ratings. Please do visit us at iTunes at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and a comment. That is probably the best method for promoting us right now. Uh, you can reach us at Twitter on Twitter at, at GOG Podcast. Uh, don't bother with Facebook. We never see it. Uh, grumpyoldgeeks.com. You can leave us feedback there. And, of course, our Patreon page at patreon.com slash GOG, where if you go sign up now, you won't be hacked because they've already done it. It's the pre-hacking. <laughs> yes. It's been pre-hacked, so feel free to go give us money that way. Media candy. Uh, boy, Jason, uh, there's a bunch of shows out there that we should probably be watching, just uh, judging from the commercials I've seen in the trailers. So I think we have to Rochambeau over who's going to watch Limitless and who's going to watch Scorpion. See, Scorpion, this is second season for Scorpion, I believe. Yeah, I think I might want that one. You can have that one because I've seen part of that one. We actually made fun of part of that one on the show where they dropped the Ethernet cable out of the plane yeah. into the moving car to hack the plane to make I, it I, land. I do remember that one. But overall, it does seem like it's going to be pretty good. So I might... I might pull that one up on vacation and take a look. Be my guest because you're probably the only person that has ever said that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I might skip Limitless because I like the movie and I don't want to ruin it. I might go for Minority Report. How's that? Okay. You can watch that one then. Yeah. I will, I will dip in and try both Limitless and Scorpion so we can at least do our due diligence on the geeky shows that are out there. Okay. You know, Wesley Snipes has a TV show now. <sighs> Is it called uh, Still Haven't Paid My Taxes? <laughs> it's called The Player. Close enough. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey man, at least he took the piss out of himself in the Expendables 27 or whichever one he was in. Uh, yeah, I, I've lost track of that. Mm. X-Files. Yes. New promos out. Loved it. Looking good. Looking really good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm so excited about this. I, I really am. I know. Um, you know, I, I've got to go through, I'm not going to, I can't go through and, and watch everything, but I might go through and like go through the wikis and, and all that to kind of catch up, catch myself back up with how it all ended at least. Uh, so I can remember, I mean, the movies were just horrible, so never mind that, but we'll see. That's a funny thing. I didn't actually mind the movies. Uh, they were fine, but they didn't deliver what we all needed to have delivered. See, here's the problem. They'll never deliver. X-Files will never deliver uh, because if they deliver, Nobody's going to watch anymore. They can't make anymore. So when they're done, done, yeah, they'll deliver. Is, this is going to be it. They're coming. They're going to come back. They're going to do a season and that'll be that. So uh, this better be wrap up. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It I want to find that. This better be the money shot. Exactly. And speaking of money shots, uh, I scroll, <laughs> I started watching a show and I actually finished. There's only one season, unfortunately, but the name is genius. It's called Scrotal Recall. Oh my God. What the hell is that? It is a British show. I believe it was a uh, channel four in Britain that, uh, that ran it originally. Netflix bought the rights to it. Um, it did okay over there. It's doing much better on Netflix. So in theory, there'll be a second, uh, season. It was very funny. Uh, the concept of the show is, is genius. Uh, a guy gets chlamydia and has to go back and talk to every single one of his exes that he slept with over the years. 
So he decides to go visit them to kind of see what went wrong. It's very, uh, what was it's, that? It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, my name is, it's, my name is Earl for, for, for or, STDs. Or, you know, high fidelity when, when the character went back to go talk to all of his exes to find out why they dumped him. Uh, it's very similar to that. Uh, the concept is great. There's really good jokes in it. I was a little bummed out because it does what all things do and it be, ends up becoming kind of a love story between him and the girl that he never considered rather than delving in on just yeah, the dirty yeah. humor. But it's, it's, it's worth it. You don't like comedies. Jason, so this isn't for you. But those of you that do enjoy a good kind of raunchy British comedy, it's it's quite funny, and I, it's free on Netflix. So I love go. comedies. I just don't like you know American Jason, American gonna, sitcoms. I don't like American sitcoms. I'm gonna have to go. You're, you're making my job so much hard. I'm gonna have to go back like three episodes ago and find the exact clip where you said I don't like watching comedies. No, I don't like watching sitcoms and American sitcoms specifically because I don't want to watch Friends. All right. Okay. The, I'm sorry, man. Come on. Like Spaced. Spaced is one of the best shows ever made. That was a comedy, a British comedy, and it was short. It was great. I can pull the clip saying that you don't like watching them. Uh, blow me. Okay. <laughs> then I'm going to have to find you in 10 years until you have chlamydia. <laughs> so 10th anniversary of Serenity is out. Oh, my God. This is, this is crazy. It's been 10 years since Serenity came out. I was way late to the game on that. I think I only watched it about five years ago. Yeah, because the reason I found out about about this was I was working at Technorati and Derek Powazic, our designer had gotten like early access to see the film. Cause he did some kind of like pre proto Kickstarter thing and donated a bunch of money. And he got back the next day and he's like super depressed. And I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I just saw the firefly movie. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. What's firefly. <laughs> actually I knew what firefly was, but I'm like, you actually watched firefly because I gave up after the first episode it, long story, but he got me back into Firefly and then into Serenity. And it was just like, yeah, I can see why he was very upset the next day after watching Serenity because uh, I, I'm still pissed at Joss for how he ended that movie. <laughs> see, I saw the movie first. I, I just saw the movie and then I went back and watched the show. So. Oh, no. Oh, see, I mean, I am a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Poof. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty like, much. Thank you for ruining everything, you asshole. Well, now you know how I felt at the end of Battlestar Galactica. Moron of the week! Moron of the week. Uh, every single one of you that keeps copying and pasting those stupid Facebook copyright notices, you're not lawyers. It doesn't work. Fucking stop it. That's all I got, really. Okay. I mean, I can expand at great lengths on that, but anybody listening to this podcast knows it's a complete and utter load of shit, and I'm sick of seeing it, and I wish there was a filter for it. You know, uh, do, you know what the, do you know what the fun part is mm. I have friends that are lawyers that posted that they need to they need to be disbarred <laughs> I seriously think that they need to just immediately be disbarred yeah, unless it was should, ironic that should actually be cause for being disbarred <laughs> uh, anyways uh, the other moron of the week would be Garth Brooks um, he is basically claiming that he broke his cell phone which wiped out all the thoughts and doodles and sketches he had for his new album which I say no great loss no great loss, and I call bullshit. I think he's. I think he's just saying he's using that as an excuse to push his new album back. I, I think that there might be some truth to that. I also do seem to remember uh, the Green Day. Uh, we lost a whole entire album. All the master tapes were in a cab, and they're gone. Um, Dog ate my homework. Yeah, I, I do believe that at least for the Green Day thing, it was because the album was so fucking bad they scrapped it and started over. <laughs> that's that's actually so, quite possible. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Loving 
don't know how techy this is, but after going to DerbyCon and doing a lot of social engineering talks and stuff and hanging out with people like this, I thought this was pretty funny. Uh, the New Scientist has an article called The Lies We Tell Are More Convincing When We Need to Pee. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. It's a it's a fun little read, but uh, it's very short. But it's apparently when you got a wee, you are definitely more convincing when you want to lie. Maybe because you're focused on something else and you just kind of let the lie flow instead of overthinking it. Yeah, that's true. You're not thinking about like the consequences of the lie or like yeah. much of much of anything. You're just thinking, I just don't want to wet my pants. Exactly. I, I just got to get out of here. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, you never know. And uh, if you want to see video that uh, proves that we're basically over as a society and we're just spiraling into a pit of nothingness, uh, I've got the link just for you. This is perfect. This is, I watched this and I just got, I wanted to fucking vomit. Um, (laughs) Bunch of sorority girls from Arizona State went off to the Diamondbacks game and uh, the cameraman basically (laughs) took a very long video of them doing absolutely nothing but taking selfies the entire fucking game. This is one of the greatest videos of all time. (laughs) It is amazing and it really just makes you want to stop living. No, it doesn't. I, I loved it. They're just having fun, but I'm just like, I just wanted to scream at them. Stop it with the duck face. Yeah. Duck face, duck face, duck face, uh, selfie, 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 pose, 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 pull my face in, pose again, take another selfie, get my friend taking selfie, put the hot dog in between us, take a selfie. Oh my God, this is insane. Oh, here's a churro. <laughs> well, that part was enjoyable. And there's one girl off, off to the side just eating her ice cream. She's just like, what the fuck are you people doing? I know, I loved her. <laughs> that was the best. She's just like, not playing, I'm not playing your reindeer games. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, if you, you, everybody, if you're listening now, go watch this video. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to both the cities that I like to call home because they both clinched their divisions this week in that sport ball thing that Jason doesn't follow. So congrats to the Toronto Blue Jays and my Los Angeles Dodgers. And now I'm going to go on to the sport that I really care about. I'm going to be seeing the German national team play in about oh less than two weeks now. Super excited about that. How the hell do we still let Toronto into our national sport? Uh, they beat the crap out of most of our teams this season. That doesn't matter. They're Canadian. <laughs> I know, silly Canadians. So the Cubs didn't make it, eh? Uh, I believe they've got a wild card spot. Oh, I heard they were doing really good. Yeah, yeah, they are. They've got a wild card spot, so they've still got a chance to make the shoe. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. That would be amazing and unheard of and never going to happen. Hopefully not. So I got a bunch of shout outs this week. Okay. Scott and Ken from The Crystal Method. Thank you for giving me your booze and your conversation. We hung out for like three hours or two or three hours after the show. Super nice guys. Super sweet. If you ever get a chance to see them, go see them because the talent that they have with just using two turntables is unreal. Unreal. No computers, two turntables. And if you haven't seen them do their real show live, which is not just the DJing thing, they are phenomenal. I really want to go see the full show because this was just them. They showed up. They literally got their... 13 minutes before they went on stage. <laughs> Somebody dragged their, 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 their main guy, basically their gimp threw their stuff on stage. They came back, knocked back a couple cocktails, took a few pictures and ran up and did their whole show for like an hour and a half. And it was just incredible. Yeah. I want to thank Dave Kennedy from DerbyCon and trusted sec. And uh, the guy who wrote the social engineering toolkit for hooking everything up this week. He was amazing. Super nice guy. Chris Hadnagy from the Social Engineer podcast and social-engineer.com. 
I'd always wanted to meet him. Turns out he's an amazing, amazingly cool dude. Really funny. Cool. And we had a great time, got really drunk and danced a lot with a bunch of girls at Crystal Method. <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre. And of course, Jordan Harbinger from The Art of Charm, because we got to hang out and just do nerd stuff all week and look at phones. It was, it was a great week. <laughs> Sounds awesome. It really actually kind of was. <laughs> so basically, you did the same thing that you do here. You just did it there. We did it there with uh, <laughs> lots of covert cocktails and uh, wandering around just meeting people and saying hi. Awesome. So thanks for listening. I am Jason DeFilippo, and you can check me out at jpd.me. And I'm Brian Schulmeister, and you can follow me on Twitter at SlenderFungus. Until next time. Well, not quite, Jason. Not quite indeed. No, uh, I'm taking off on my my European vacation, and uh, we've decided this time around to not try to make me do a show while I'm out there so I can actually enjoy my vacation. We're breaking the mold. We are. I'm so, excited. Yeah, so next week, Jordan Cooper is going to be taking your spot. I'm super excited to have him uh, fill in for me. He's a very funny guy. I enjoy talking to him on the Twitters, and I like his podcast, so I hope you guys have a great show. Yeah, after meeting him in person, we just totally vibed. So it's just like me and you hanging out at the bar. It's, mm -hmm. It was pretty much the same thing. So I think we're going to have a great show. Excellent. I can't wait to listen to it. Uh, I will be downloading it uh, while I'm heading on another jet. <laughs> okay, well, don't use that international data roaming. Go, go try and find some Wi-Fi because I'm otherwise, <laughs> yeah, yes. our, our Patreon uh, donations <laughs> will not cover you downloading just one podcast. No, they will not. So, so yeah, until the next next time, Jason. Until the, uh, no, because, yeah, yeah, okay, one yeah, more time. Because then we're doing one before you go on vacation. Yes, then because I'm gonna, then I'm going. I'm trying to draft in a, a couple different people right now, so we'll see who I'm going to have uh, take your spot. Okay, yes, because I will be in Tokyo, and um, the time difference and all that stuff, no, I would like a vacation too. Exactly. If you get one, I get one. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, well, until the next next time, talk to you later. Talk to you later, man. Grumpy Old Geeks is a fan-supported show. Check out our pre-hacked Patreon page at patreon.com slash GOG. We really appreciate your support. If you don't want to or can't donate but still want to support the show, please go to grumpyoldgeeks.com slash iTunes and leave us a few words and five stars or tell a friend about the show. Actually, that's even better. Please, pretty please, tell a friend about the show. Intro music for the show is provided by the band Among Us. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and Tidal, or Apple Music, or whatever is the music du jour. Or you can donate through the Grumpy Old Geeks Patreon page at patreon.com slash GOG and get 10 exclusive tracks. Outro music for the show is provided by Andy Stachansky. You can follow Andy at twitter.com slash houseofandy, and he's also on SoundCloud at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash andy. Show notes for all the links discussed in this episode can be found at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash 130 and not in line in your podcast player. Patreon! Hey,